0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweller since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery
2: On time, pad tie, baby.
0: On time, claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19, Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will order renew at 9.99 each month. Starting three months from initial enrollment. ubercom
3: slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply.
1: Good evening, one and all. How the devil are we? Welcome along to uh, the new show we do that covers the weekly press conference. It is Spurs we're playing, isn't it, this weekend? I think it is. It's time!
3: Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on and ready to go.
0: You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Tonight Die TV on YouTube. And your favourite podcasts.
1: It's in and join in now. And now, here's your host, Mark right, Chris. All right, welcome back. Yeah, I'm just a bit confused because the headline earlier, and this was on the uh, Leicester City uh, YouTube channel, uh, it's a big challenge. Brendan Rogers, Leicester City versus Aston Villa. It would be a bloody big challenge because we'd have to go back in
4: time, back to the future, Brad. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be a bit of a letdown if that was the next Back to the Future movie after the three that, that, uh, that I watched. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's one of them. They've made a few errors with their things. I think sometimes it's just the re-upload and forget to change the title. But yeah, Back to the Future Part 4, the Aston Villa game that never was.
1: Yes, I know, but it is always for people always enjoy taking and uh, pointing out my mistakes when I forget to update things. So it's like, uh, it's like yeah. you sit on the birds below you. So, Lester, I had to do that. Um, two things before we get into this first of all, um, if you haven't heard me and Brad did one on Monday night, I did one yesterday, um, or Wednesday night. It's the new radio show. Uh, please, please go along to uh, Mix It. Dot com. Um Sorry, no, you don't. You go along to Mixcloud.com. Mixcloud, all one word, M-I-H-C-L-O-U-D, dot com forward slash L-T-I-D radio. All you got to do is just follow and then just enjoy. It's a bit of it's a chat with music. It's a chat with music. Uh, nine o'clock on Monday uh, wasn't a bad time when we did it. Six o'clock yesterday, wasn't the best of times, <laughs> judging by the viewers. And we're doing one at 11 o'clock on Friday. 11 o'clock past the watershed. Well, how will that go? Um, and secondly, if you're doing nothing tomorrow, I'm not sure when, look out on Twitter. Uh, and I'll try and get it onto Facebook as well. But you will see me on... Um, uh, football Fever on Danish television. I am on... Well, don't blink. You'll miss me, to be honest with you. But it's the Unmolby's channel. Um, I'm on, I think I've got an Arsenal fan, a Palace fan, a Liverpool fan. Uh, Pat Nevin was on it. Pat Nevin was on it as well. So catch me out on there. Um, uh, the last question I was asked is, can Leicester get... Well, will Leicester get relegated? Um Problem is, I haven't seen this press conference, Brad. Did you manage to stay awake?
4: Uh yeah, actually, nice and short and brief. Um bit of a strange, strange one. Not, not just for the start. Obviously, we we're probably understanding why, I'm sure um most people understand how the start's gonna go considering the events of what happened over the weekend, last weekend, should I say. Yeah. Um, but uh, rinse and repeat slash not much really to tell I, I, i'm interested to see how you're gonna play devil's advocate for this one mate and try and get some talking points i really am because <laughs> th- th- there's normally a concerning reason when a press conference is short or not much is uploaded from 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 it so um, well, i wouldn't yeah. say you need a notepad that big maybe one of them little... <laughs> i don't, I don't no, need
1: that do i not yeah. Hang on. maybe
4: one of them chief inspector ones where they just gonna the go. is that okay a post-it note Oh, that's too big, mate. Cut that in half, you might be able to get
1: another. <laughs> can I just say hello to Daniel? Um, no, you can't. And I'm going to because he's written <laughs> <laughs> just popping by to say hi to Chris and Brad, son and dad, cracking shows hosted by a guy with a little tattoo that says Lester till I die. Can I just okay, say, writing for him? Can I, can I just say, Dan? I am getting the
4: restraining order this weekend. Yeah. So, okay. and, and Dan, no matter how much praise you give me, I will not sign up to your OnlyFans.
1: No. <laughs> oh no, he's got he's got a, he's, you know he, he's he's got uh, Helen Stroke Henry's in charge of his OnlyFans. So now now now
4: now.
1: <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. Gray uh, is in. Good evening, Gray. How the devil are you, sir? Uh evening, both Rodgers will be gone after the Spurs game. Now, before we get into the actual um press conference, Brad, I'm I'm a bit torn. Like I say, I never I never want us to lose a game, as I said this before, to to get a manager sacked, because I don't want my team to lose, you know. Um And if he goes, you don't go because of that one game that you've lost. You lose, you get that because of the previous, however many. Even if we saw this game three or four years ago, we would lose it. We just do against Tottenham. Kane scores a couple, we lose. So sacking him after a game like with Arsenal, that the chances are we're not going to win. I don't, I don't get that. If we'd lost against Aston Villa. Maybe that would have
4: been different. It, it's a caps twenty-two, isn't it? Because mm. the bottom of the league, we haven't won in six. Um, and it's, i don't like the term excuses. I—I—I I, I, I always hated it when you know if you turned up like a couple of minutes late for work and you said, "Oh, I'm sorry, look, my fault, public transport or whatever the reason, I was stuck in traffic." I always hated it. It really riled me when a boss went, "I don't want to hear your excuses. I want your reasons." So I was like, "Well, it's..." Reason, I'm telling you the reason I'm late. I'm not giving an excuse. An excuse would be a lie, in my opinion. An excuse would be, oh, um, um, I went back in time with Martin McFly. I don't want any excuses. I want the truth. I want the reason. And yeah. the thing is, the reasoning behind Leicester's bad run of form, it, it's one of them, isn't it? It's h- how much longer? Because, unfortunate as the events were over the last weekend, in mm. terms of what happened to the country. And the Royals, it's benefited Rogers in the sense of he's now got his staff in he's now got that defender in, he's had an extra week to get them in and get them prepared and he's had an extra week to do team building, get his team's head right, get them mentally ready for the, the challenge of of, of Topham um, and stuff like that so your reasons for the bad form are now coming to an end and, and you're as, as much as I agree with you about our uh, bogey team being Spurs, which they have been for many years, even back in the 90s when we were in the Premiership, they were a bogey side of us. We've never lost that tag against them. Sometimes it's sod's law. So, so you can't just go, oh, well, seven games, oh, well, Spurs. It, it don't matter if it's Spurs. To me, it doesn't matter if it's Spurs, Man City, no. or if it's bloody if if it,
1: really West playing, If it was this time last year, let's say, and we were playing Norwich, who were in our position, and we lost the game, you would have a complaint, you know. But when we lost against Arsenal, yes, they made us look rubbish, (laughs) whether we were or not, but they they made us look rubbish. And, you know, you've got to sort of say, well, I don't think that I I could, I, I would not want to sack a manager. It's like Chelsea sat Mourinho after they lost to us. But I wouldn't have said I mm. second manager after we lost to Chelsea or Man City or whatever. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. He has had that bit longer. I hate this. And I did actually have to warn somebody the other week that was saying, I I I agree they've got this extra time. Um, I don't agree with the statement that Rodgers has got an extra two weeks because of that. It's a fact of life. It no, happened, no. you know. Uh, and I'm not going to go at you here, Brad. But, yeah, it happened. And... Let's put it to our advantage. You know, it has given us yeah. a week. You know, it makes me laugh that all the papers are now linking us all with all these players in the January transfer window because we've got our, our head of recruitment in. We may have the head of recruitment, we've still got no money. But anyway, what I've done is, like I say, um, I mean, Grey just says Rogers at the helm, nothing will change anytime soon. I get what you are saying. I really. Well, I mean, too. yeah, but. but... but I, mean, I, mean, I know how I felt with McClintock. How I felt with yeah. Quell, How I felt with Cleet uh, after a while because he kind of came in and did okay to start with, and it all went disaster. So yes, I do do get it. But
4: but, but, but I, yeah. what I would say to these people saying, "Oh well, while Rogers is in charge, it'll never get it'll never get sold." Were you saying, "Oh, wow, things will never get any better than it is under Rogers when he was making us lift the FA Cup when we were lifting the Community Shield or being the English Super Cup"? To give it, it's Chris's turn? What, where, where, where were you? Where were you guys saying? Were you guys saying, "Oh, things are looking great and never get any better than fifth place finishes"? You oh. know, mm. two sides uh, to every tale, isn't it? You can't it sit down it and say is. he's is. hoping He's never gonna. It's never gonna get any better when. He's given us better than we ever expected as a football yes. club.
1: I mean, in October, uh, we've actually got six games,
4: can you believe? Well, oh, amazing what happens when you put a World Cup and dump it in the middle of November yeah. and December. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not... That's, now,
1: I've got to be honest with you, Grey. We've got Forest at home, Bournemouth away, Palace at home, Leeds at home, Wolves away uh okay man city at home again and say what i just said that's a given to me honestly if you anything we get is a bonus if we don't come out of those previous five games with you know at least i'm going to say at least three wins then maybe maybe the clock
4: is ticking so um,
1: well yeah but i say, mean that'd be the same yeah. for
4: pat that doesn't matter what caliber of manager you are. if you're mm-hmm. on this bad running you don't win them games you're going to lose your job you can't just i don't like it when fans just go oh it's rogers it's rogers it's rogers i'm not saying he's not playing his part in, in, in the problem with Leicester. But what I'm saying is, is you can't just jump down his throat as if he's the most useless manager we've ever had since Peter Taylor and McIntyre, when he's brought so much success to the club. You know, we talk about burnout. Maybe this is just one bridge too far. We were told by Liverpool and Celtic fans, I know he jumped, he jumped from Celtic to us, but they yeah. also claimed that it started to go meh a little bit after, after that season. I mean, so, don't
1: get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up Rogers' ass. You know, I, I am up and down with Rogers. you know. I want to believe in him because of what he's been able to achieve. But then I'm oh. also not stupid enough to know that had Winieri stayed, we probably would have gone down. Um, yeah. But he has, we know he's... he's He's a decent coach. I'm not going to say he's a fantastic coach. He's a decent coach. It'll be interesting to see how Potter gets on at Chelsea. Oh, by the way, by the way, <laughs> a message here for Wesley Fofana. How's that move to your dream club going?
4: <laughs> Yay! Get him in <laughs> the kitchen. <British, you laughs> Sprinters yet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, had I had to get that in. I'm sorry. I had to, and I, I've got to. I've got to follow that with anything that's <laughs> very. Sorry, Wes. Sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. No. No, no. At least least you didn't break your leg, which is the other thing I wished on you. Um, Right. Shall we? um, Shall we get? Well, I've not seen this yet, so it's going to be interesting. I won't
4: give you spoilers, Chris. Don't worry. I'm not. (laughs)
1: Sure. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm not looking at the chat while we're doing this. Hopefully, the microphones are turned on. And um, sorry, that is
4: a spoiler, but you can hear them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I must admit, when I I started to watch it earlier, I couldn't hear it, but. When I've just played it back for the first few seconds I could. Anyway, here, what's he got behind? Oh, it's a, it's a bottle of water by the look of it. <laughs> I thought that, <a> <laughs> that a trophy? I don't know about. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, we did win one pre-season, in fairness. But anyway, here we go. This is this is the press conference with Mister Rogers um, for week game seven. Here we go. And what we're gonna do is watch it all and then. At the end, you have I say, we will discuss the points raised.
2: Here we go. Strange way to start a football press conference, but just wondered if you could have your reaction and reflections on what's probably been an extraordinary week in all of our lives.
3: Yeah, it was clearly a very, very sad day, and, and I think it, it's fitting how the, the country is obviously uh, commemorating the Queen's death. So. Uh, so yeah, she obviously done a remarkable job, gave up her adult life virtually to uh to, to her role and um and like I say uh always carried it out with distinction. So um so yeah, I had the the good fortune of, of meeting the, the Queen twice and uh it was uh, yeah very inspiring and once on my own and once with my daughter. So uh so, yeah, it was, uh, so I'll always cherish that, that memory.
2: Some of those stories of people meeting her have been quite spine-tingling. What did you go away thinking about her on those days then?
3: Yeah, well, it was very much that. I, uh, myself and my daughter Misha, we went to, um, she's uh, a diabetic, Misha, and we were invited to St James's Palace for, for an evening with the, with the Queen and, and some guests as she was the, the patron of the, uh, diabetes um, UK so uh, so probably like most people that, that meet there's um, certain things you got a idea or two but uh, but as you stood waiting and waiting for it to come through into the room there's a real anticipation and a real feeling that you're meeting uh, someone uh, special and, and and that's exactly what it was she came through the room and and uh, and came along the line and and, and met us all. So um, so yeah, you just think of obviously the role that she's had to play over many many years and and enthusiasm and the dedication to that role. So uh, so yeah, something that both myself and and Michelle would always remember.
2: The game was called off. Did it give you a chance for a little bit of reflection over the last few weeks? Just that kind of moment of. I know perspective, looking at what you've done, just actually having a little bit of time to see yeah. up what's happened so far. <clears throat> yeah,
3: I think that uh, obviously we were really looking forward to playing first and foremost. We'd, uh, you know, trained all week and you're ready for the game, but of course it's uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't take place. So like you say, you go away and uh, and you move on. Uh, to your next game and, and look to prepare best as you possibly can for that so uh, so yeah um, obviously a sad situation meant that the the game wasn't on and then we we look forward and like, the players we've had a really good week this week
2: Just finally for me, a little bit of a gear change I know but um, Todd Bailey sort of talked about this north-south game this week and it's kind of captured a few people's imagination for good or for bad. Um, I wondered, first of all, Leicester in the north. I'm not sure too many around here would be too happy with that. What are your thoughts? Fancy uh, being a part of that?
3: Thoughts are we might get a free weekend that weekend. (laughs) If it's just the north and the south, the Midlands clubs will get a breather. (laughs) So that would be uh, be nice. Yeah, I... um, yeah, obviously, Todd's come into to the game, and uh, and we'll probably find when he looks back on the notion of that that uh, maybe it maybe wasn't one of his better ideas. Been a very successful man in his his life and his career, but um, now I think what we're in a we're in a world now in football where we're trying to minimise the number of games. Uh, so I really don't see what that would would bring if uh, you're looking to add another one into the mix as well. So um, so no, it's it's not something that probably most football people and, and people in general would say we we would need.
0: Thanks we'll to Ivan from PLP.
5: Brendan Hi. Um, hi. so it's often said you learn more about yourself in adversity. What are you learning about yourself and your team and those around you at the moment?
3: Well yeah it's of course it's it's difficult in terms of results. But, what we've tried to do is is just um you know keep the keep the keep the environment light and and making sure that the players you know they, we understand we, we you know been in a situation that we haven't been in here before where we you know the results haven't gone our way, and the performances aren't uh, to the level that we would want. But I think what's what's important is that we continue to we have to be brave. We have to continue to show that bravery. Sometimes you uh, you're not quite in your game. You can maybe lose that aggression, but you can't afford to do that. You got to still press the game. You still got to be aggressive, and uh, and and importantly, you have to defend very very well collectively. So we've been able to look at all those aspects of our game, like I've said before, bringing a clarity and making sure the the, the focus is there for the the players. And and for me, it's it's straightforward you know you just come into work and uh, enjoy working with the players and, and like I said just trying to ensure that we can do the basics well.
5: And this club has had a, a remarkable few years almost unlike any other perhaps at any other club in the way that's risen so how is the club and those within it how are they dealing with this sudden dip this this setback you feel like?
3: I think we everyone's very supportive, and everyone's still working very, very hard. I think there's there's no other way. You, uh, I think at times it gets here, everyone has you know you you want to see that grit and that passion within your within your workplace, uh, and that's something that we have here in abundance. Because like in anything and in, in any any sport, it's not just about the talent. You know, the it's the, the ones that succeed are. Those ones that have that grit and that determination and that perseverance. So uh, so that's what we're seeing. I'm seeing that from the players and and we will keep pushing and we, uh, you know, we'll get the result that hopefully will uh, push us on and hopefully that'll come sooner rather than later.
5: And that's the key thing, isn't it? Um, you're, you're playing the Spurs side. of have won six in a row in the Premier League, mm. uh, third in the table. Those things are obvious. You can see them. Uh they're also stung by a defeat in midweek, mm. which they've not actually experienced this season. So it's hard to see or recall a, a worse time to play them in a way. Uh, what sort of challenge is that for you?
3: Well, it's it's clearly a big challenge. They've, um, like you say, they've, they've done very, very well last season into the Champions League and uh, got some very, very talented players and uh, Antonio uh, he, he works how he works and uh he's got them very organized and, and they have that quality there. So we know it's going to be a we know it's going to be a really difficult game at whatever stage you went there, whether you're in the your best form or, or not. But um but like I said earlier, you have to have that bravery. You can't uh you can't sit back and, and just let it happen. So for us, you know, our intention is to is to go and look to play our game go and play with that that courage that we've shown many times and, and that aggression in our game. And um, like I say, if we can cut, cut out our mistakes, then uh, it gives us a much better chance to get a result.
5: And I guess you'd urge patience. And when you look at the fixture list, I know you'll tell us every game is incredibly difficult mm. at this level, but you look at the fixtures to come, the likes of Forest, Bournemouth, Wolves, Palace, Leeds, uh, the next month could see a very different picture, couldn't it?
3: Yeah, well we think through to the uh through to when it uh, the game's finish in November, there's a there's a great opportunity uh to push on. There's no doubt we had a tough fixture list, but uh, but in saying that we we should have more points. But but you have to you have to deliver and that's that's what we aim to do. So um but listen, I, I totally get it. We 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 haven't made a, a good start at all. But um but I'm very confident in the players and and from what I'm saying, that uh, they're very determined to to get the result. Thanks, very much. Pleasure. Hi, Brendan. Okay,
0: are you okay. Um, I wonder whether I can ask about injuries. Is there are there any fresh concerns for you ahead of the weekend?
3: Uh, Dennis Pratt has been out for uh, for a few days, so uh, but he should uh, come back into training tomorrow uh, and should be okay. And apart from that. Everyone, um, everyone is, is okay.
0: What was the issue with with Dennis?
3: Uh, just his foot. He's had an ongoing issue with his foot for a little while. He's trained through it. He's tried to play through it. Um, so he's just been offloaded for a few days to try and allow that to recover. And uh, and I seen him out on the pitches today with the with our conditioning team and rehabilitation team, and he, he looked fine. So should be okay for tomorrow.
0: Excuse me. The uh, 25-man squad for Leicester has been announced now, and the the rest of the clubs as well. Uh, Ryan Bertrand is in the squad. Ricardo isn't, and obviously due due to his injury. Are you anticipating that you'll be able to have Ryan Bertrand available to you before January?
3: Well, that's what uh, the the reason why uh, Ryan's been made available, and, and Ricardo hasn't. We're not expecting Ricardo back until sometime in the new year. So, um, and every other player that uh, we reckon can get and be fit in this period, they're they're in the squad. And
0: um, the stadium expansion uh, was approved yesterday at a planning mm. meeting. Um, I wonder if, for you as the manager of the football club how big you feel that that kind of project is right now, and I suppose how big it is that it's actually been approved and it can go ahead.
3: Well, I think it's a uh, great news for the. For the football club, and uh, and I also think it's a great, you know, uh, showing where that sort of collaboration between the the, the local authorities and, and the and the club, uh, and how much they work together, to to keep improving and developing Leicester City. So uh, so yeah, so I think it's great news. It's obviously uh, part of the legacy of of Beach. It's something that these uh, plans were. were Thought about and, and talked about uh, when he was alive. So this is another example of continuing to uh, to commemorate his legacy and keep the club the club developing and, and moving forward.
0: Having a training ground like this mm. and and having that stadium expansion approved and of, of of course all the regeneration around the area with the hotel mm. and the arena and things like that. How will that benefit Leicester City on the pitch? Will it? Will that? Kind of thing do you think appeal to maybe potential players that the club would like to bring in? Is that something that would go through a player's mind? Do you think?
3: Yeah, well, I think firstly the the, the training facility. This is a world class training ground, so that's that's something that will always appeal to a player. The ability to come in and you know work and and prepare and, and get yourself ready for your profession in this environment is is what any player would love firstly, and of course, secondly, at the stadium with the the club growing and developing, its fan base getting more supporters in and obviously some revenue that will come from that as well, then clearly that that benefits the football club. Well,
1: okay, it was a bit short, wasn't it? I wasn't expecting it to finish just there. Um, I suppose in a way I kind of get it, because there's been no game, so there's, there's not exactly a lot to talk about, that you would be, maybe, saying, well, this happened in the last game, that so I get it. Wow. Um, a few, just a few points that I've written down, and I said <laughs> I was struggling to think about, know, I'm, I'm writing down just for the sake of it. Um It would have been interesting with his Queen comments to see, I'm sure he would have said the same if he'd been at Liverpool, but uh, he might have been asked a, a slightly different pertinent question.
4: Uh, yeah, well, Maybe,
1: but uh, thankfully, mm. it wasn't. Yeah, uh, looking forward to playing again. In mean, ob- obvious answers here, um, yeah. This Tom thing—I mean, it's like, oh. what? What do these Americans not get into their head that we've got enough
4: fucking games going on? It's, it's not that. It's not that, right? It's not that. And, and I'm sorry, I'm going to get a lot. Backlashless, I assume, for the for the way I'm going to say this, and and I'm sorry for not having a lack of better educational way of saying this. But fuck off with your Yankee doodle interruptions in our sport. You tried with the, the Super League, now you're trying to get us to do some all star thing. We're not the Harlem Globe Trotters. We're not NFL football. We're not fucking soccer. Fuck off. If you wanted that, go and take over a team in America. Why did you buy Chelsea? Pisses me off when they come over here with the stupid ideas. It works in a country like America because that's how they've always and done it. Leave our English game alone. Do your job as Chelsea owner. Fund them, win things, fund them, win things. Fuck off with your fanciful ideas. It pisses me off. I'm really glad that Brendan came out and said that about yeah. how stupid an idea it is. Could it do pig? Yeah. <laughs> I won't is sit it, on the fence, though, Matt. I'm sitting on the fence. No,
1: I'm, I'm just, I'm just getting nine 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 ready in my phone just in case you get. Oh, it's, it's just, a,
4: it just annoys no. me. You think they'd learn, wouldn't you, from previous experience of how it dropped like a lead balloon? That he won't. A stupid idea. Go and take is over an American club then. Get this them is the Americans.
1: This is the Americans that when they first did soccer back in the seventies um that. You couldn't lose a game. You had to have a draw. And if the game yeah. ended... Sorry, you had to have a win. If it was a draw at the end of the game, you had to have a kick-off from the penalty spot or something. I mean, it was the weirdest no. thing. Oh, no, this mate, is that's... a country yeah. that has the World the world Series for baseball when there's only their fucking country in it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love the fact that Brendan very sarcastically said, yeah. well, that's great because we'll have a weekend off because I mean, we're I, in the I, Midlands. I, yeah. You know? I'm... I did like
4: that. And I'm sorry, right? But I'm not saying he's a bad businessman. Clearly he's not. He's very rich. Well, stick to what you're good at, mate. Because like you said there, your country went, hmm, everybody takes penalty kicks from the slip from a 12-yard spot. Maybe we should do it like we do in hockey and have them run from the halfway line and try and take okay. it past the goalkeeper. No, you mong. Stop doing that in sport and leave that to your own country. Break football, soccer. I'm glad you actually call it soccer because at least when we can have no affiliation to football. Uh, yes. in terms of how you want to ruin your sport your own country and they just don't, football, just don't open your mouth
1: they play they call football a game that you play with your hands
4: yeah and it's like you went to them the clues and the question we use this body part this one here <laughs> to kick it uh-huh. um, i mean they call handball throwball, wouldn't they just because it's throwing a ball
1: if you ever get the chance, go and listen to Mike, Michael McIntyre on his uh, skitties on the differences between English and French language, uh, English and American language. They say they speak English and they don't. And he said it's like it's like they can't they can't call it a pavement, but they have to be because they're so thick over there. They have to describe where these things are. So it's where you walk, but it's at the side of the road. Because yeah. if you didn't call it a sidewalk, you wouldn't you wouldn't know where you'd be going, where do I walk? What do I do? Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not claiming I'm not claiming credit for that. Go and watch the skit, Mark McIntyre. It is really, really, really funny. Um oh my god, not Bertrand's but I see I kind of get this, you see. I mean We've got no choice. It's, it's difficult. I know it's difficult to criticize Bertrand when he hasn't been playing. Exactly. I can remember when we signed him and i was very much thinking great this is going to be the you know this is going to be the the new foops, if you like you know experience wise and he had he was probably for me the player of the the pre-season that 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 season he got injured not long into the season and struggled uh, and he's never been right since now okay maybe back. we shouldn't have him you know if we know that history but he's going to be fit before january and um uh, ricardo isn't
4: <laughs> What's the
1: point? What is yeah. the point? You know, we had that when we named Fafana, and then we lost him, and we had Mendy sat scratching his bum. Um, what have you learnt about yourself? Um, uh, keeping the environment light. Performances have not been up to the level. Um, we've got to. Sh- oh, sorry, we've lost the aggression. We've defended badly um and they've had a chance to have a look at all this i mean at the end of the day i mean he said there it's the same quote it's the same answers every week but he's getting asked the same questions every week it's thank like watching an episode of mastermind and every week it's the same specialist topic
4: yeah and thank you people for saying that chris because i've been saying this for weeks on end What people have been having going in for being boring and bland and that is he gets asked the same questions what do you expect you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's not mm. going to happen. If you get asked the same question, you can only answer it. You know, the same. You know, you can only word that answer response so many times, and it's just, oh, it, what, 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 what? We expect him to say, we're not. He's not going to say anything different because it's not going to do him any favors he's going to give you the same answers has been given for the last three or four weeks while form's been bad, it gives the same answers when it's good you know just reverse every negative that's in the sentences he says flip to a positive it's exactly what he says when it's going right so and this isn't just
1: Leicester you know it's not just like, oh everybody everybody hates little Leicester and they want to put us down no they don't these, no. these are the questions that get asked of any club that's in our position at the moment. You know, you oh. go back and look at Newcastle with Bruce, Newcastle with Pardew, you know. Um... Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Newcastle, you've got to say Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Norwich with um, whoever it was before. Um, oh. I mean, yeah, when they're going to ask those questions. They're poking the bear That's oh. because that's their job. You know, they want a reaction. Yeah. Um and he must sit there. And I, as I say, my head is up my arse when it comes to Rogers, because if we go and lose tomorrow, and I stood here and said to you, "We're not going to win tomorrow," I predicted a loss in the prediction league, as you know, you were, you were, you know, you, you were there. Um, but if we put a bad performance in, then yes, I will be coming out and going absolutely mad at Rogers. But oh. then, when I've had time for reflection, this is still the guy that has got it and it is collective responsibility but he's the manager it ends up at his door interesting point that I I picked up on was um the injury to Pratt now we've been saying for a few weeks why isn't he booking Pratt Pratt said he wants to stop just like Samari Samari's got in there Pratt hasn't why Well, if he's been carrying this injury and I okay you could say why is he on the bench then But you know, maybe he could come on for the last 10 minutes if if needed. And you can argue, let's be honest with you, he gets the subs right, the subs come on and score a couple of goals, it's wonderful substitutions, right? So, but maybe that's why Pratt hasn't been playing, you know, like I would have liked him
4: to have been. Yeah, I mean, there's a good shout for that. And and again, people say people might come on and say, Oh, well, why hasn't this been asked? Well. This is the first time he's ever been asked. He can't, answer, you know, you're not going to answer a question. You're not asked, you, these interviews? People might have been asking, why wasn't he asked these over the years when Pratt's been there or not out alone, but he's been there, isn't available. Mm. But some things you're not going to answer and come out and say, oh, yeah, by the way, I've got a player that's a little bit injury prone and has got a nick. You're going you're gonna to keep it stum until, mm. like today, like, like this morning or whenever it was this was done live, you know, someone's gone, what about Pratt? And he's he's gone. You know, this isn't like it's breaking news. This is clearly an injury he's had. And like you said about him being on the bench, when he said there, he's been playing and training through it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this two weeks has kind of been, in the greatest respect, um, I'm purely saying on a club basis, not a world basis here. It's mm-hmm. a blessing in disguise for Leicester. And, and, and it's yeah. been a bit of a godsend, if you will, for them to maybe recover recoup and really get their head around because one thing I did like about what he said is this has allowed an extended break sort of for them to readdress the issues yeah. because we've been a bit cramped with fixtures, haven't we? And not, you know, before, before the last weekend. And it's, it's, it's easy to ride a momentum when you're winning every week, like our opponents were until they played sports in Lisbon. <laughs> Sport in Lisbon. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um but my point is, when you're when you're flying high, it's easy. You don't even have to say anything. They can train, they can play on a Tuesday. When brilliant Saturday's mm. going to be even easier for us than the boys. When you're losing that Wednesday, Thursday, that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday bracket where you're intense training and working on it, it goes so quickly. And you know, mm. before you know it, you're you're doing your last training session. You're on the coach traveling or whatever on the Friday, and it's oh god, another game, another game, another. Game. When you get this break, it actually can benefit a team, almost like an international break. Sometimes it hinders and, and sometimes it helps you. And, and this could be one that does go on to help Leicester because they have more time to analyse it. You can't really mm. analyse something in three days and prepare for an opposition. You can in two weeks when you're on bad yes. form. Yes.
1: I mean, Scott, and, um, we expect. and this is no disrespect to you, Scott, I've been waiting for you to come in and play the youth card. the fact that we've let one player go, well, it's not just been one player, Kramerich didn't do too bad when he went to Hoffenheim, but the fact that we let this guy go to Rangers, who's then gone on to play and earn a lot of money for Rangers, selling them on to, I can't even remember where he's gone, to be honest with you, it happens. It happens. Kevin De Bruyne was let go. (laughs) <laughs> and they had to pay a fortune to get him back. That is football,
4: Scott. Yeah. That, that's football. Also remember, one person who we let go from the development squad, we pinched from Arsenal's development squad, Fonte Campbell. Mm. So it doesn't always work out. And sometimes, who is this Rangers player that everybody's on about? Is it? It's not Joseph Dodo, still, is it? He was I a player. No, no, it wasn't no. Dodo. Uh, Do
1: you remember that one? But.
4: Oh, no, you yeah, remember? I do. We sold him. Um, I mean,
1: he just scored four goals in the League Cup or something. Yeah, and
4: he went to Rangers, Rangers and I still remember his quote, you can't turn down the opportunity to play in front of 50,000 at Ibrox Stadium. Mm. Well, I don't think he ever played for them, so he never got that experience yeah. that he was hoping for. But, again, you see these players are lured by certain things at clubs. I mean, I know that was mentioned in our press conference in regards to what we'll talk about. Calvin Ramsey, yeah, but, again, it's one of them. You, some players, some you, you don't know, you know, yeah. How many look at the guys say Look at the players we've got
1: Christian could be called was the let Rangers go fans. for a free. Michael yeah. Brighton was let go for a free. I yeah. bet the managers of um, whether it was in Austria and, and Aston Villa at the time, never thought all well, these will go on and win the Premier League. That's, That's that the great. risk you take, you know. Really. And you know, how many signings did Alex Ferguson get wrong? Quite a bit, quite a bit. And uh, Terry makes the point here. Uh, I'm sorry, Gray makes the point. I should say. So I'm not going to go with you, Scott. Obviously, but I mean, okay. Let me just go back to Scott's point before I bring that one in. Scott wants to play these development players. So we do. We do. We drop all the players that like the Madisons and the Tielemans and 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 um, you know, Vardis okay. and Ackers, etc., and put the youth team in against Spurs.
4: No, it'd be absolutely ludicrous. In fact, there'd be there'd be fires, pitchforks, and protests, and banners made before the full time whistle if he went out. Because of no offence to the young lads, right? They're, I've seen I've seen some of the performances in under 23s and they can be brilliant and they can be bad. It shows it shows that do the inconsistent consistency of Leicester runs yeah. through throughout. But you, you you'd be slaughtering them. It'd be no mm. good for them. It'd be no good for the development. It absolutely crushed them. And unless it was like a Carabao Cup third round, fourth round tie that you didn't, you you know, and you're a Man City, you're not really, well, not Man City because it was their cup till last season. But you know what I mean? Like, you're not really, as fans, you're not really bothered about it. And that's the opportunity you give them. You can't do that to young players. You've got to integrate them. That's where Leicester have been so good. Whether we've kept them or sold them on over the years, you know, you're talking about, players that we've let go. M- Muzzy, is it, who we got from Chelsea um, is a classic example of one that came to us. Andy King, KDH, Ben Chilwell. Irrespective not of Elliot. your opinions. Irrespective of your opinions. Steve Wolfe. Yeah, Walsh. yeah. We, we we have had players who either we've developed from within mm. or we've taken from other youth products but still develop them at our youth but they've not been naturally less of born and bred raised um, talents from within our like under eights and etc. etc. And, and 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 you've got to see that them them successes. I mean, would I mean I'd, I'd back the question right? Like you just said, let, let's put out the development squad right for last mm-hmm. season. Let's go back in time, like we did with Villa in this press conference. Right? H- how good is KDH if he's got his under 23s around him? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you've got to balance it, Scott. You've yeah. got to have that.
1: What says here, in fairness, so as I, said, I was actually referring to Kamal Soha, to be honest, as for example, he was on loan at OH Leven for three years, yet we've been screaming for a white ringer midfielder. He now plays for Bruges. But that's in the Belgian League. Both yeah. of <laughs> those clubs are in the Belgian League, which isn't the Premier League, which we are in at yeah. the moment. Um, you know. One word, Benkovic. We brought him in.
4: Two, two, two words, Philip Benkovic.
1: Well, mm. exactly. Just in case <laughs> there was another
4: one, I couldn't remember his first name, but
1: I just wanted to get mate So don't get mixed up with his twin brother, Philip yeah. <laughs> Benkovic. Hey, he's great. We brought him in. Uh, he had some great seasons up at Scotland under the manager we've got now. Absolutely in now because. Cause you're doing well there Lukaku Doing brilliant mm. AC Milan Oh, let, Let's spend 80 odd million For him shall we show? We'll see How good was he for you He was shite You don't yeah. know
4: his You take but, Yeah you And know. sometimes people People remember a name And they think Oh I'm going to refer to that Every time someone brings mm. it up And again To add to that it's name uh, Kaputska Yeah That's the other one also. I couldn't think of his name Yeah exactly uh, And Pusente yeah. Diabate As you um forgot, but, but I the wonder, remember.
1: the wonder striker who got two against uh, Peterborough, Peterborough, or three against Peterborough In the League Cup, and everybody was saying This is the next wonder kid And yet, uh, Arnold Moose um, Alfred Moose, or whatever he was yeah. called Got two against the I mean, owner
4: I, I, I mean, I just brought up that Joseph Dodu from a few years ago Who scored three or four mm. in the, you know And that, again, prime example You've got to manage these youth and their expectations yeah. Rightly, so you can't just Moan us for getting one
1: no, Wrong. and Like I say, Scott, it's your no. opinion, and we're just, yeah. you know, replying uh, to your opinion. Yeah. So I'm going to go yeah. with you. And we'll yeah, thank we're not, you for your ne- comments, never going to a go at you unless you're yeah.
4: Bowley, who owns Chelsea. I'm going to write you with really <laughs> <to you> <laughs> Mr. Uh,
1: Spurs last in York the other night. They were chopping at the bit to make us grovel, as we would for them if the other way was round. One uh, nil down uh, <laughs> to Kane before we kick off. Uh, yeah. You get teams like that you get teams like that you can't we went years against arsenal until we actually won we even lost to them twice when we won the bloody thing um but we then had a, a season when we would won for the first time in however many years at um at Liverpool. let's not forget that when we had a, a manager jock wallace and i think it was this, he got us promoted and We came straight back down, but that season we came straight back down. We actually beat Liverpool twice. We were the first team in about four years to win at Anfield. We were the first team to do the double over them in I don't know how long, but we still went down. You know, some clubs it's just the way it is. And
4: we're going to win in the FA Cup, but going down, yes,
1: yeah, Wigan Wanderers. Beating us? <laughs> no, let's not go there. <laughs> Can I just say, yesterday in, two, in the year 2000, I sound a bit like busted now. But yesterday in the year 2000, Steve Walsh left us, left us to join Norwich City. Not one of tater peelers. Well, we should have known where it was going. But, and I suppose having had these this extra week to kind of assess things in my mind, I'm looking at this season. Yes, Brentford was disappointing. But occasionally you are going to get that that sort of a, a game against it, those teams. Arsenal, like I say, the performance wasn't brilliant, but did Arsenal not, you know, make it that way. And I would have expected to lose to them anyway. Southampton, even though when we beat them 9-0, they beat us when they came back to, to, to the Walkers. Uh, to the Walkers, when I said to the King Power. Um Chelsea and Man United, we've had some tough games in there. OK, mm. Brighton, yeah, that was a bad one. Isn't, there's no excuse in it. Yeah. If Man United had been Norwich, if Chelsea had been Watford or Bournemouth, do you know what I'm saying? That mm. If those teams hadn't been... And because we've now played... When we've played Tottenham, we've played Arsenal, we've played Chelsea, um, we've played Man United, we've played Tottenham, we've played four of the big six in our first seven games. That yeah. is a hell of a start. And this is yeah. what the press conference said, which is, and I said this at the start, I think, didn't I? This next month coming up is going to be the difference because there are winnable games.
4: Yeah, very much so. And again, you have to stress. And again, the reasoning, not really, again, not in the reason or excuse here, it, but it, it does make them games against, you know, you talk about playing the teams that we played already in the, um, Oh, for God's sake! Get out, get out, Gray. Think about. on <laughs> sort of step and think about what you've said and what you've done. It's very naughty. Yeah. Bring up such a name, and he spelt it wrong. It. It was acting bad boy. I'm going
1: to say, Gray. This I've got to say this to you.
3: I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you.
4: Yes. Sorry, Brad. Do carry on. Yeah. Uh, but I think that also adds to the disappointment. When you get given such a tough start, it, it, it's and it, and Rogers made no cows to saying that they they're poor in picking not picking up points in the in, in the games where it was more favourable. Mm. But that, that's just what makes them results worse. And and again, it, it's a funny old game football because Leicester could not pick a point, which they haven't in the first seven games. Mm. I know Pending top them. But then they could play these next seven games, where you've listed off the likes of Forest, Bournemouth, Villa, mm. all right, Man City. Now. But they could win four of their next seven games and and, and be slowly back up that table but maybe about thirteenth, fourteenth by the time it's balanced out. Given you know, given we're we're already a, a couple of points behind um, certain teams, but it all put a new line of perspective on it, and it just mm. shows you how yeah. quickly things can turn in football.
1: If we'd have lost, if we'd have drawn with Brentford. Lost to Southampton, lost to Brighton, um, but won all those other games against mid you know mid-bottom table teams. We'd be sat in the middle, we'd be sat halfway up the table and we wouldn't be having this conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and do but, you know uh, what? You, you're I right. Because... Say, sorry, before you go, so no, I just no, want no, to say to no, Terry, because no. at the start we did talk about back to the future. I think Terry is going to the future. Aren't Forest playing Fulham tomorrow? Uh I, I would have I think I think they are. I don't think there's a game. It's Thursday night tonight, and there's two games on Friday according to the Premier League. Um, I, I'm just going to check it because you never know with the way these games are being changed at the moment. Yet Nottingham Forest full on Friday the sixteenth of September. So I think you'll be sat on your own there, Terry. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> Take the
4: dog with you. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if he's gone to spy on if he's gone to the game to spy on them, I hope they've opened mm. the concourse so he can get some food for the next 24 hours while he waits for the kick
1: off. <laughs> yes, yes. i want to leave the press conference there because basically we are not unlike the, the reporters and Brendan, we are unfortunately going a lot of the same uh the same things. At uh, nine o'clock tonight, we have got the um Preview for the Tottenham game Which I'm not looking forward to We've got Simon the Spurs fan coming in From Premier Hotspur TV Uh, Thankfully he's a nice Spurs fan So we we won't rub it in too much I just want to show you this Because Do you remember when we won the FA Cup? I do Do you remember Do you remember this picture? I certainly do now, if that man means that heart for the club, why the fuck isn't he signing an extension to the contract so we can get some money for him?
4: As Kylian Mbappe didn't sign one for PSG, and look how that turned out—he ended up signing one. I mean, the thing is, it's it's one of them. Maybe, maybe look, you know, maybe they had a sit down, a final sit down, and he went. You give 100% or you dropped, but we'll let you go in the summer for no. And he's gone, Okay, that sounds fair. I'm happy to give all I can, help you out. And I totally understand if I put my head up my own arse or in the sand and be an ostrich, I'm not going to play and I'm not going to get scouted by these bigger clubs that will take it. You don't know. I mean, I'm not saying. Should should he not be doing that anyway? You shouldn't have to be told
1: that, oh, if you want a good move, you're going to have to play well. You should be playing well anyway because we're paying you wages
4: to do that. Well, yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, it's Mm. a situation we found ourselves in, where the club and the player have to come to some form of understanding or agreement, and I'm not, just to to clarify, I'm not saying killing Mbappe and Tillman's in the same breath as in terms of quality, A, they're playing completely on different position, and B, he's nowhere near him, but. He signed. He signed an extension when he could have easily yeah. gone free. About well, before the transfer window right? Yeah. didn't he? We still I, mean,
1: don't Gray, know. I agree. No, he says here um, he doesn't want to stay. I know he doesn't. We know he's made that blatantly clear. But no, he's he could. He still. McGuire didn't want to stay, but he signed a contract so that we. He said, "You're not going to lose out on me."
4: Yeah, but the difference mm-hmm. is, like, him and Maguire, I will throw another thing you could add to that, Chris, is the two things both of them players said that certain rat-snake weasels didn't say in their time at the club is, yeah, I do, you know, Maguire's, yeah, Manchester United, Boyhood Club, do want to go there if they come in off But, and this is what both these players have said in slightly different circumstances, I understand, because Maguire signed the contract, but They have both turned around and and said, however, if I don't get the move and they don't come calling for me and they don't pay what you aspire to hold me as in terms of valuation, I'm more than happy to get my head down and stay here and get on with my job. Now, yeah, discrepancies, Maguire signed the contract, gives him more of an edge. And I totally accept and appreciate that. But. The same can be said about Telemans because he did come doesn't out and really say. Give
1: what? him an edge, though, because if he then doesn't perform well and he doesn't get the move, he's still got the contract here, and we Leicester can't turn around and say, "Well, we don't want you now." All I'm oh, saying but... is, all I'm saying is that if he was, if he was a, I, I don't care, I don't want him to put his head down, because Telemans, Telemans has never had that problem; that he's never not given a hundred percent. If hmm. he has bad games, he has a bad games, and everybody does, right? What I what I want him to do is just show a little bit of loyalty. I'm not asking, I know he's not a Leicester lad. I don't want him to sort of, you know, tattoo LCFC on his right fucking buttock. What I want him to do is not just put his head down and play, and pay, because that's what he's getting paid, 100-odd grand a week or whatever it is he's on. That's what he's getting paid to do. He's getting paid to go out there every week and give his best. All I'm saying is that he could easily, easily sign a contract that says if somebody comes in as reportedly Newcastle might be with 17 million, I can speak to them. Right? Okay, yeah, we'll put that in. Or if a team comes in that's in Europe next season in one form or another, or whatever that's conference Europe, I can speak to them. Yeah, yeah, we can put that in. But they've got to come up with at least, like you say, the 17 million or whatever.
2: Yeah. No mean,
1: That's all we're asking yeah. him for to do. It's not, it's not, you know, strapping him into the electric chair and threatening to turn it on. We're just yeah. saying, but then give he, us something he, back. Especially yeah, with then, all the trouble we're going through. Do you know what it reminds me of a yeah. little bit? And I know you're going you're gonna to laugh at me here, but Dennis Wise, when we sacked him, right, we, we gave him an extra year or whatever it was, that, were, that On his on his career And he was absolutely shite for us But he was being paid for being shite He then went and butched, uh, punched Callum Davidson on the nose Or whatever he was in a card dispute We were in the throes Of about, about to be going bust We sacked him For gross misconduct The FA, because we all know the FA are complete Arseholes, the FA said You can't sack him Well he just punched another player but you can't sack him so we had to pay him off money and legal fees. Money, with you.
3: And then that all. meant
1: that we still, you know, that he knew we were going to be going bust. He knew the situation, but he or he didn't
4: care. That is Tilleman's attitude at the moment. Um, I digress because, A, Tilleman's, like you said, has always gave uh, to the best of his ability 100%. Uh, what's mm-hmm. that? Please. No, oh, I will was reading it because I thought Scott was maybe. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, right? You it's easy for for, for and I don't just mean you. It's just It's easy for everybody else to sit there and go, "Well, why don't we accommodate his needs? Why don't we offer it? Why you know?" Because you're giving all the power to the player. Yes, you may argue, "Well, he's got the power to do this now." Well, maybe Leicester should have maybe cottoned on and and and, and, and tried to sell him a couple of seasons ago when he only had two years left on his deal, and and that. But if you do, dare say, dare say, let's talk your 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 um, verbal approach that you've gone to me, and you go, oh, well, if this club comes in for me, or this club comes in for me, and we go, yeah, we'll do that, yeah, we'll do that, yeah, we'll do that. What does that message send to the rest of that dressing room? When it comes to next year and we've got, say, oh, I don't so the know. The message that's me get... being
1: sent to the rest of the dressing room is at the moment, and we've got, I think, four or five players that have got a year left on your contract, don't sign guys. Don't
4: sign. Wait. Chris, it's easy to say, it's easy to say that at the end of his contract, but what if then Castagne and Pereira and Harvey Barnes and Madison, I'll take four players that probably have guaranteed at least a couple of years on the contract, if not more, right? What if they look at the Tillemans situation, right, and they go, and Leicester did cave in and get him everything he wanted just to get an extra two years out of him just to sell him in the summer, and Newcastle persists with their moves for Barnes and Madison in January, and again in the summer. And then Madison goes, "Oh well, I've got two years on my contract. I might just be an ass. I might be an arse and, and, he what, goes so he and you, negotiate, negotiate, Yeah, so but look we're going to end up with I'm trying to. I'm. I'm yelling because my fucking fucking face is melting. What I'm saying but is Tealmon has messaged
1: about for twelve months, refusing to sign. What has that said to players? Yeah, but he's done it one back, back. once, and then we've only got a year left, and we can do this.
4: Well, exactly the same. If they turn around and go, "Oh, oh hold on a minute," he, he's made some outrageous demands or whatever, and the club goes, "No, no, 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 mate, we have got to do that. We're doing but this." We're, you the the club aren't
1: losing out because the club will still be able. To, he's going to go whether he goes for a free or whether we can get fifteen odd million for him. That fifteen million could be the difference. You know, <laughs> between us buying another player in January or not, it, um, could,
4: but it could also be the difference between us getting Europe and not to, to twist it back on yourself and things you yeah. said before. No, no, anymore.
1: I I totally agree with you. I totally agree, and that's the oh. balance of the club. I'm, I again, you know, playing devil's advocate. I yeah. just think I, I I've just lost a lot of respect for him. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I um, totally. I don't I don't care whether he won the FA Cup for us or not. He did not win the FA Cup for us. 15-odd players that were on that pitch on and off during the game won the FA Cup for us. He happened to score a goal. We were lucky that Chelsea, that was offside, because that was that much. It was a toenail offside. And if that had been allowed, I honestly think they'd have gone on and won it. So I'm sorry. To be honest with you, that's, that's all. I'm just thinking when you see what, you know, people call Harry Maguire and have a go at him. And yet, he was decent enough to do that for us. And I didn't know that until Robert the Athletic told me. And I thought, and I changed my whole perspective of that guy now. But it's also changed my whole perspective of Yuri Tillemans. Belgium, France, yeah, next to each other. Maybe we should be reading something into that.
4: Well, maybe we should, but then we could look at our team. We also praised the fact that uh, our new centre-back isn't French, as we thought he would be, and he is Belgian. And we realised we had several connections within the club that he's played with. Mm. So, potato, potato. Look, when it, a, yeah. a those fans are never going to see eye to eye on the Toulouse no, side. No. But mm. at the end of the day, you know, you kind of said it yourself that he has no loyalty to Leicester, and he has got one eye on his career. Look, if he if he puts in a hundred percent and he goes for free and he and he and he never throws his toys out of the pram. He's not sat in a French airport or a whatever airport waiting for a move in January and he's, and he's going on strike. As long as he never takes some actions, yes, my opinions of him have, have dimmed from from because I was sort of hoping he would do what you suggested. And I thought he'd have done it before the summer started, maybe sign a quick extension, two years. it would have done. It was a vice. But I, I, if, if he puts the effort in and he's a different... And he ends up being that... Play, you look at and go, Well, he was the difference between Leicester at this point staying up rather than going yes, down. But, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And, and then and fine, he goes, he I'm goes. Gonna
1: a bit more I'm going to take you right back to when I was about 18. So it is black and white TV years. I, my manager at my first job, he was he thought a lot of himself. full enough it was called Julian. And he used to go to um, every, every sort of 12 months, he'd go to the, to the managers, to, you know, to the, you know, his area manager and go, look, I've got another job. And they'd say, oh, don't go. We'll, we'll give you this. We'll give you this. And they were okay, I'll stay then. And that went on for a couple of years. And then the third year he came along, of whatever it was, and then, oh, is, I've got another job. I want to go. All right, then. What, yeah, if you want to go, we'll let you go, and you obviously don't want to be here, so we'll let you go. He then wrote a thinking letter into the job he was working for now, saying how bad they were, how they didn't look after the staff or, blah 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 blah, and when his new job said, "Can we have a reference for him, please?" they didn't actually write one out, they just sent him a copy of that letter oh. they withdrew the le- they withdrew the job offer. And they need up out of work <laughs> so yeah but yeah i get i get a hundred percent what you are saying i don't know even why i brought that up but you know, it's it, just it, a nice story
4: it, to tell it, <laughs> was, it?
1: it kind of kind of has something to do with it but yeah, no yeah. i i i do get what you're saying and i've said that before haven't i you know hold on to him and it could be the difference us getting into york i hope newcastle come in, in january and offer us 17 million for him because A, it will maybe give Arsenal a kick up the arse, and and B, I have a feeling he'll probably sign for Juventus or somebody on a pre-nuptial agreement, or whatever they call it, but uh, I just want to say, end on this with you, Anthony, because I know you're an Arsenal fan, and you live in Bristol, so you're also a bit of a Bristol City whore as well, um, but Tomorrow night on the radio show that I do, 11 o'clock tomorrow night, we are actually looking at the worst football records. We know what the best ones are. We're going to be looking at the worst. And there is a lesson. Derby County! Derby County! I haven't Sorry. found a Derby County song, but there's six. It's only part one, so there could be more to come. But there are six England songs, six club songs, <laughs> and then six songs by players. And to be honest with you, uh, Anthony, I heard the Bristol, uh, Bristol City song for the first time in my life last uh, the other night. Now, I kind of, my Man United did a, did a song with Status Quo, and we just about Tottenham doing it with um, Chaz and Dave. But, Anthony, how did you get those rock gods that are known as the Wurzels to do that
4: song with you? I don't eat one, no. I don't. I don't. I've, got to, I've got to eat and prepare for a show after this, so I don't want to... I don't want to. <laughs> that
1: is awful. Talking of your show, tell us all about it and where people can find you, Brad. Uh,
4: yeah, well, apart from catching me here, you can catch me on my YouTube channel, A Matter of Opinion. The show I'm doing tonight, and I won't confuse Chris because he doesn't get reference, is about... Get me, get me confused. It's about, it's about Legendary beasts. It's about the lot this monster. Uh, uh, the Kraken all them sort of creatures so if you want to talk to them you want to talk do they exist are they even did they used to exist but now they're extinct and that's why we don't see them anymore reports or upward what were, were those exposed hopes is just exactly what they were it's a channel called a matter of opinion for that it's at a place where you can safely come and give your opinion on the topic in question. I will also be revealing something in my intro, so make sure you do tune in. It's every Thursday, so today at 8 o'clock. Uh, I will be live, at 8 o'clock on the channel. Give it a subscribe, turn the notifications on. I will be letting you know an insight into where the channel's going in the future. So make sure you do tune in, get on 8 o'clock so you don't miss that. And uh, thanks for... I'll tell you what, if you want to
1: see... Yeah, if you want to see Brad... Revealing himself That's the place to be Message me because I've got a show Coming up at 9 we're doing the preview For the uh, Spurs game So I w- I'll be getting ready for that So fortunately I probably won't be able to come in on yours So let me know what the surprise I hate surprises and not knowing what they are um, what? Uh, Anthony I-, I tell you what it- let, me- let me tell you what it is called Anthony I have it here uh, One for the Bristol City I With the Wurzels one for the Bristol City Um, (laughs) Sorry uh, I can't do accents Brad, thank you very much sir As always um, I will see you for the debate show tomorrow At 9 o'clock We all know what that is going to be about That is going to be extremely interesting Tune in tomorrow at 9 o'clock for that And I'm now going to see If I've had a reply from a Liverpool fan That wants to come on Good luck with your show mate All the best with it and uh, i'll see nice, you tomorrow mate. night at
4: nine take I care buddy take Cheers. care Cheers.
1: be sure to get over and what i do big i'd love to be actually watching that because i love things like ufos bigfoot you know do they really exist um is Donald Trump just a myth? Or... <laughs> <I> mean, but... <laughs> and don't forget, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for joining in. It's never a case. It is never a case that we um, don't agree with. Or we, don't, we obviously don't agree with sometimes what you say, um, but we, we respect your opinion. We always, always, always respect your opinion, because that is what football is all about. Um, it's just that we have to play devil's advocate as presenters sometimes, because that's, the job on that we do on here if you like this how the devil are you there's a full range of uh, less little i die merchandise available in the shop on the website just look along the top for the index and you'll see the shop click on there and you'll see all the different things less little i die um for uh, um, branded merchandise radio show uh LTID radio really enjoy doing it because it's music as well it's not just football talk, and what I've done so far, um, I've done two shows, trying to find out what the best time for the shows are. We did one looking back at the 2015-16, um, and I realised I didn't have much music for that, because um, I'm an old man now. Uh, but, uh, I did on Wednesday the 76-77 season. Bloomfield's last gate, last season in charge, he resigned. He resigned at the end of that because the fans weren't happy with him. Um, be careful what we wish for, because we've got McClintock then, if you remember. Uh, go along to mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. No gaps at all. Um, mixcloud.com forward slash LTID uh, radio. And please, please follow me on there Uh, because then you get notifications when the shows are going live etc etc and when i've uploaded uh and you can you can listen to it live if you don't want to watch you know it's, it's a bit like a podcast it's a radio but the good thing is like i say i mean the music from the 70s wow it just took us all back took us back in time that's back to the future uh get get flares and everything back from the 70s yeah maybe not I <laughs> will see you at nine o'clock be sure to get over to Brad's channel at eight o'clock a matter of opinion showing your support and then come back to mine for nine o'clock when we will be looking at the Spurs game uh with Craig and Simon a Spurs fan guys thank you so very 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 much please do that with the radio it would be more than appreciated if you've been watching, thank you very much. If you have been listening, thank you for lending me your ears. I'll let you have them back now. You can go and wash them out. <laughs> we'll see you at 9 o'clock. Take care, stay safe, and don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. See you
4: later.
5: Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time.
3: This week's episode has come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to
2: Twitter and Facebook
3: and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. tremendous. You better like them duo. or I'll be back.
5: Leicester Till I Die
1: TV. They think it's
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.